0: All right. uh, Let's get to the very latest on the trucker uh, protest, uh, by the way, which has shifted focus, it seems, from Ottawa, from the nation's capital to the uh, border. We, of course, have had uh, reports uh, throughout the day that uh, they have been uh, tying up uh, traffic, snarling traffic on the Ambassador Bridge between Windsor and Detroit. And again, we do have uh, reports that uh, the convoy is moving westward. It's moving to Sarnia now. 402 the westbound of the lanes they are all uh tied up due to high traffic volumes according to the opp and drivers are being asked to follow emergency detour uh, route signage that's out there uh, right now but uh, we're expecting the convoy to head to the uh, blue water bridge we're also getting reports here this afternoon that the uh, convoy the truckers protest planning another rally for toronto this weekend as well as well sorry and they are vowing this time not to leave Unlike last weekend, this time around they say they are uh, not leaving until their demands are uh, met. Uh, we're going to talk uh, more about uh, all of this. We're going to talk to the mayor of Windsor, Drew Dilkins. He is uh, coming up uh, with us in just a uh, matter of moments. And also at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk to Ian Lee from the Sprott School of Business, just about the importance of trade and the uh, border with the U.S., just uh, how much this uh, convoy and this uh, protest could possibly be costing the Canadian economy, what this could mean uh Further implications to the supply chain as well in the availability of goods for us here in Canada over the coming uh, days and weeks. So we got all that covered coming up. But first, to Liberal MP Joel Lightbound, who of course uh, broke ranks with the party, speaking out against the Liberals and their pandemic approach, and actually yesterday calling on the Prime Minister to stop dividing Canadians. For more on that story, here's a John Capobianco with Fleischman Hillard High Road. He joins us now. John, good afternoon. Always nice to have you on.
1: Hi, Jeff. Good to be on. All
0: right. Uh, first off, just to, how surprising was this to hear from uh, Mr. Uh, Lightbound uh, yesterday? How often does a uh, MP uh, you know, kind of break ranks and speak out against the party?
1: well it it was a bombshell jeff without without any uh, overstating of, of it because it was a, one of those one of those uh, uh, timing of it of course But one of those issues where you 've got the liberals who have been focusing and pointing fingers to the conservatives on how you know the conservatives over the last little while have been having their own internal issues and in uh, dealings with uh, with linked information and and some MPs who weren 't happy with then leader Aaron O'Toole. So the the, the Liberals felt that they had, you know, sort of things in hand here with respect to their own issues, because, of course, the Conservatives were having their own uh, their own problems. But here you go, uh, an MP who, quite frankly, is not insignificant. Now, a lot of Canadians probably haven't heard of Joel Lightbound, but this is a guy that was, I think, up until recently, president or, or, or the lead of the Quebec caucus, led one of the committees, or still leads one of the committees, uh, and, you know, and has been somebody seen as a bit of a rising star. So for somebody like that, who's articulate, uh, young, ambitious, you know, from Quebec, uh, who's come up and basically said, look, the, government, the the prime minister has politicized this. And we've talked about this on the show you know, some time ago, too. And I've, I've said that the election campaign was exactly when the prime minister made this a political issue. It made it about us and them, those who were vaccinated, those who weren't vaccinated. And it became political ever since This MP has identified that that was, in fact, a problem and it's been politicized ever since and has been pointing to the government saying, to his own government saying, what are the plans to get us out of here? What what are we doing to make this thing better or to have some sense of hope beyond this issue? And I think that's a that's a big issue for the not only for the liberals, but it's going to cause a debate on this issue more more than more than we've, we've had in the past, because I think now the media are listening to it a bit more significantly than they have before.
0: Yeah, this is a debate, I was going to say, John, that has been going on, uh, you know, for some time uh, now. And, you know, the headline in the National Post uh, today is, are liberals, are they allowed to disagree in public? And whether it's Mr. Lightbound, uh, this is the latest uh, case of this, or uh, any other MP, I mean, there's a long history of this, uh, that you're sort of breaking ranks, uh, that uh, you're speaking out uh, against the leader or or the uh, party. Is this something traditionally that is kind of uh, punished uh, by the party? I mean, More often than not to MPs who uh, speak out that break uh, ranks, uh, you know, they're ejected from caucus, that sort of thing
1: yeah and it depends exactly how they break ranks and what they say uh, to, to break those ranks that causes consternation for any political leader, be it the prime minister or a premier. nobody wants anybody within caucus because you 're supposed to be a family you 're supposed to be a team you 're supposed to be you know all going in the same direction so when you have somebody coming out and basically questioning the direction that the government is, is going towards, which essentially is you know questioning the leadership of the of the person leading the party or the government of the day, then it becomes a huge problem not only for the for the leader but also for caucus, because then what happens and what we saw happen yesterday Jeff was the minute you know after the press conference everybody went to the liberals uh, the, the MPs and caucus members to ask for their, for their opinion on this, and also the prime minister, and it causes some some problems because you want to make sure that you are a big tank party and that you want to allow for you know dissension and, and some level of disagreement that 's allowed everybody 's an elected official and they 're supposed to represent their constituents so you 're allowed that, but you would hope and most parties hope that all of that happens within caucus and within caucus you 're allowed to have arguments and discussions and debates because what's what happens in caucus typically stays in caucus but when it, it gets out of caucus and you start getting into a press conference where you actually start talking about it that makes a lot of people's heads spin uh, especially within 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 the party that it's happening but also the leader because it's it our show and we're seeing now that the media are talking about chinks in the armor there within the liberals where they haven't had that problem and now they're on the defensive versus being on the offensive because now the conservatives have an interim leader they seem to be united in their messaging. And now the, the Liberals are now looking at this as a potential problem. So it is a problem. It does happen. Uh, and some of them are punished based on what kind of dissension. Uh, you know, are they just talking about a policy issue? Or are they talking about direction? Or are they talking about a leadership issue? Any of those can, can potentially be a problem for the, uh, for the leader or the premier or the prime minister.
0: All right, so what should the government, moving on from this, what should they do next in this ongoing uh, battle, if you will, with the truckers, the the convoy, and the protests? John, I just mentioned a moment ago that uh, we are now hearing that there's another planned rally, another planned protest for Queen's Park. They're already setting up in, anticip- in anticipation of that to this weekend in Toronto, and the truckers, the uh, protesters, they are vowing this time uh, not to leave, unlike uh, last uh, weekend. I mean... Where's the out here? I mean, if uh they're they're in caucus and they're strategizing uh the, the government, the federal government, even the conservative provincial government in Ontario, uh where's the out? What's the end game here? Is there one?
1: Yeah, this is going to be a problem. It was it's been a problem, and now it's just gonna be a larger problem because as you're seeing, the, the I think the message overall of, of the truckers is completely lost now. And now it's about occupation, now it's about defying the laws and and thumbing the nose at, at, at uh, police efforts and whatnot. And it's also, as you're, as you're talking about, Jeff, spreading across beyond Ottawa and coming back to Toronto and all that stuff. So this is a huge problem. And I think with protests, there's usually three ways of being able to deal with protests in general, depending on, on how the protesters uh, protests react and, and behave. And one is obviously... The law, there's a certain law, everybody's allowed to protest peacefully and and safely. But if it goes beyond that, then the law kind of comes in. And there's one ways of being able to curtail protests or get them under control. The second one is uh, enforcement, law enforcement and, and, you know, using force. And that's not a Canadian way of doing it. We don't normally do it that way, but that is an option. And we've seen a lot of, you know, buildup of police forces going across, especially in Ottawa and other places. Then the third one is uh, the negotiations or mediation or some level of talk The problem here is that the prime minister from the very beginning completely disavowed this protest and basically ruled out the one option, which was an important one, which is either the negotiations or the talking, which then allows for these guys, the protesters, to say, well, they're not going to talk to us. We're just going to entrench. That's a challenge. I think there's got to be some level of mediation to some of these organizations say, look, we can't bend on certain things, but we can certainly help on certain others. What can we do by way of making truckers more you know, uh, accessible or, or able to do their jobs. That's the problem I think that we're facing. And I think it's beyond that, yet. So it might be a challenge for, for, uh, for governments to get this back under control
0: yeah i was wondering the same thing uh, john we had jagmeet singh on the program uh, yesterday uh, talking about his call for that emergency meeting in the house of commons and he essentially was saying the same thing about uh, you know you got to find a way he wanted to cut off uh, any uh, foreign funds that are uh, coming into the country uh, that might be uh, seen as subverting a democracy but he also said that you do not meet with anybody who is trying to do that to subvert uh, democracy. But is that something that you would recommend you think the prime minister needs to do? He needs to kind of uh, stand down uh, from his uh, earlier statements and at least uh, meet with uh, leaders of this uh, convoy when it comes to uh, the issue of vaccine mandates, so that uh, at the very least uh, they can try to move forward by saying, hey, we sat down, I listened, you were heard.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and again, I wouldn't say negotiations, because there's not much to negotiate here, because they, they want you know certain demands are just not negotiable. But there is, there is the opportunity to give them at least a respect of being heard. And when you rule that out early on, then you, you put yourself in a bit of a situation or in a corner, which is what we're seeing. You know, I've heard from other, I think it might have been the police chief of Ottawa or even the mayor of Ottawa, who said, look, we should have some level of mediation. If it's not the prime minister himself, and that's understandable, because there are certain elements within the protests that are just you know, beyond any sort of, you know, uh, uh, negotiations or discussions, because they're just there for, for obvious reasons of nefarious uh, means. But there are some elements within there and have been in there that are genuine. And I think there's going to be some level of, look, I've reached out to folks. We were, we're talking to people. We've got mediation going to try to get this resolved. And I think that's one of the issues because we're not going to use, you know, force in a sense of of you know getting the army out there. And, you know, we're not gonna you know, and they're also defying laws, right? You know, the parking tickets on a trucker's windshield is not gonna stop them from protesting. So there's gotta be some level of, of understanding. And and I think if if there's that olive branch or that opportunity to speak to them and they come back and say no well then that's a that's an issue that gets back onto the protesters and that's when they start losing the the, the, the public support of canadians and once that happens then of course they're in a they're in a bad situation where they're going to have to do something to, to alleviate that
0: all right john really appreciate the time as always thanks so much for
1: this thanks jeff
0: All right, we'll talk soon. There goes John Capabianco from Fleischman Hillard High Road. We'll take a break. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show.